But after long absence, Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me, and not at least from creed, and to, and to have gained this harm and loss. But now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, who I am and whom I serve, saying, let me stop and say one thing, I'm glad he stands by me in the night. But I'm glad he just don't stand by me in the night. I'm glad he says in the night. I'm glad he just don't stand beside me, but I'm glad he talks to me from time to time. Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Therefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told unto me. Father, I thank you for this day and this time together. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege, God, Lord, and this honor, Lord, to be in your house. Lord, I'm thankful, Lord, for this dear pastor and his faithfulness, Lord, and his love, Lord, for God, Lord, and his love for camp meeting. Lord, I ask you, Lord, would you help us and give us that that we need from the Lord. I ask you just a few minutes, God, would you touch me? Lord, I stand in a place the man cannot stand alone. God, Lord, you must help us and God, you must touch us. Lord, let me be reminded, Lord, and mindful tonight of time. Lord, be reminded, Lord, and mindful of the night of the preacher coming in behind us. And be very respectful, Lord, for that time. Have you will and way. God, I love you, honor and praise you, and magnify you, and glorify you in your blessed, holy, and humbly name. We do humbly pray, amen and amen. I want to preach a few minutes on the message of the storm. But before I get to the message of the storm, I believe it would be very important that we take a minute and look at the man that's in the storm. Uh, this man that we find in this storm is no other than Paul himself. It's the man that we know his time of salvation probably as good as we know our own because it's been recorded in the Bible that God uh, saved Paul on his road to Damascus. It's the man that has been born again. It's the man that uh, we call that great preacher of the New Testament. The man that got to see that, uh, the, the mystery concerning the church and the man that wrote 10 of the, old, uh, the New Testament of the 27 books of the New Testament. It's the man that was carried up and caught up into the third heaven. The man that got to see things you and I never can only dream about. It was the man that got to experience a, a, a God on a level. Thank God you and I can pray for. And it's a man that got to see God in an unusual way. But it was also that same man that's in a storm. Here's why I said all of that. We're in a day that it seemed as though they're trying to convince me and you that uh, God's people, if you live clean enough, you won't never go through a storm. I used to believe that, by the way. 
I used to think if I could pray hard enough and pray enough times a day, then I'd be limited and I wouldn't have to go through no storms in my life. But the thing about that was, the more I prayed, the more storms it seemed I went through. And it seemed as though I remember trying to live a clean life that if I could live clean enough, then I wouldn't have a, I would never have to weather no storms. And I had this uh, uh, air about me that would kindly just a little bit look down on people if they was going through storms after storms. And I had this air about me, and excuse me, I'm just being honest, that, about me that if you was going through a storm, then something must be wrong with you. Oh, but I come to realize some things as I got a little bit older and a little bit wiser. I come to realize that God's people, best you can live and the most you can pray, yet we still have to weather storms down through life's way. I come to find out that it is the Christian way. I come to find out that uh, God does put more on a man than he can bear. But I come to find out God never puts more on you than he can bear. And I come to find out down through life's way, thank God, no matter how much you pay your church tithe, it doesn't matter what Smiley on TV has to say, no matter how much you uh, do this and you dedicate to this, uh, storms are going to come down through life's way. Storms are going to knock your back door down from time to time. And storms are going to come. Brother Edgar Thomas said this. He said that in the Old Testament, uh, godliness was notified in riches. You can see it in the life of Abraham and all those others. But he said in the New Testament, godliness notified in suffering. In other words, godliness does have, a long, have suffering along with it. Now let me remind you something, pilgrims. We're not home yet. But until then, we'll have to weather storms. We have to fight battles. We have to go through valleys. And we have to go through certain things through our life. But ain't you glad to know, uh, thank God, that Paul, as Paul said, we can be of good cheer. I'm glad to report to you, thank God, we don't have to walk around with our head hung down. Thank God we don't have to walk around dragging our tracks out. But thank God we can lift our head to heaven and put a smile on our face. You say, why, preacher? Because it, Not because we're in a storm, but because He's the captain of our ship. Amen. And uh, so we find the man that's in a storm. So let me tell you something, okay? The next time you get in a storm and the devil wants to knock your back door down, and tell you that you got this wrong with you, and you got that wrong with you. Quit looking for a reason you're in a storm. Thank God it just might be that God on purpose, never in a purpose, put you and I in a storm. This thing ain't about me and never going through troubles. This thing ain't about me and never going through trials. This thing's about God and Him. Not me never having cancer. Not me never fighting battles. But it's about God and Him being glorified. Amen. It's about God. God Almighty, it ain't about me nor you. Thank God if I go through the graveyard and have to, have to go through the cancer center, thank God he'll be glorified and he'll be magnified because it's about him. But I'm interested not only in the man, I'm interested in the message that this man gives to these people in a storm. Notice what he said. Now I'm just going to show my text, okay? Notice what he says. Verse number 22. Now I exhort you to be of good cheer, 
For there shall no loss of any man's life among you. Paul looked at that crowd and said, I want to tell y'all boys something. Put a smile on your face. And can I put this right here in the Rolfton County language? You can understand it a little bit better. He said, put a smile on your face. Everything is going to be all right. And that's what I come to preach to you tonight. Thank God I don't know if you got your nose barely above water. I don't know tonight if you feel like you're fixing to drown. I don't know tonight. Thank God where you're at. But I come to tell you, thank God put a smile on your face. Everything is going to be all right. Amen. And listen, if you listen to the devil or watch CNN news, thank God you'll chew your fingers and nails off before dark tonight. But if you'll turn your ears, uh, toward another land. Uh, amen. Uh, glory be to God. Uh, if you look at CNN in, uh, and Fox News, uh, thank God you'll want to uh, hunt your appeal. Uh, but if you'll turn your face uh, toward heaven uh, and listen from another land, uh, thank God from the home front, uh, all is well. Uh, all is well. Paul's going to tell y'all boys something. Everything, boys, is going to be all right. How do you know, Paul? Because I, because God said it was. Amen. Thank God, I don't know if you've ever been there or not. But when the devil's in this here, I said, Steve, you're going to go down. When the devil's in this here, I said, you ain't going to survive it. When the devil's in this here, I said, you're going to flop, flop before dark. But down there at the barn, I find me a spot to pray and get down in my little prayer, prayer place. And all of a sudden, heaven goes to ringing out. And I hear somebody in this here whisper up in the beside of me and says, hold on, Steve. Thank God, it'll be okay. Thank God, I skip hot to the house. You say, why? Because when God says it's going to be alright, carry it to the bank with you, it's going to be alright he's never lied to you and he never will, he ain't a playing games with you and he never will he's telling you, hold on child of God, it's going to be alright because I believe because here's what he said, because God said it was and God said it was even though the circumstances don't match his words Paul stepped up there in the midst of that crowd. And that ship's a rocking. <laughs> then listen, storms, the sun still ain't a shining. The stars still ain't a sparkling. The moon still ain't a coming up. Clouds of despairs are still hanging low. And for 14 days, they ain't seen neither sun nor, st- nor stars. And that old ship are rocking. That old ship reeling from one side to the other. But Paul stripped him a grip, clears his throat out, and looks up at a bunch of weary soldiers and a bunch of weary sailors and said, Boys, put a smile on your face. Be of good cheer. Thank God it's going to be all right. And they look at Paul and said, Paul, have you not noticed the the wind, the wind's still a blowing. Paul, the ship's still a rocking, and the and the wind's still a dashing through here. And you want to stand there and tell us it's going to be all right? Can I tell you tonight? Quit looking at the evidence. The evidence says you're going down. Thank God, Amen. The evidence says you're going down, but God has said it's going to be all right. It don't matter what the evidence says. It don't matter what the past says. It'll be all right. Listen, Paul, 
I'd believe you, Paul, if the sun was shining. We could smile, Paul, if his rain would quit get going away. Paul could say, wait a minute, boy, it's going to get worse than this. You ain't seen nothing yet. It ain't over with yet. Thank God I got, I got, I can, I got worse news than that. Sun ain't going to shine. That ain't what I told you. I didn't come to tell you the sun's going to shine. I didn't come to tell you the wind's going to quit blowing. I didn't come to tell you, thank God the stars are going to sparkle tomorrow. I didn't come to tell you, oh, in the morning when you get up, the sun's going to shine. I come to tell you in spite of all of that, in spite of the sun ever shining again, thank God, amen, in spite of the sun ever coming up again, I come to tell you it's going to be all right, amen. I don't know if the sun ever shine again in your life. I don't know if the sun ever get up again, but I got news for you. If you're a child of God, it'll be all right, amen, amen. Here we are. I would believe you, Paul, if the storm would go away. See, we think we can only have peace when the storm's gone. But I ain't talking to a bunch of sinners. I'm talking to God's people. We don't sorrow as others that don't have no hope. Thank God we and I may go through troubles, but we don't go through it like that world's crowd does. Amen. We don't go through it like they do. <laughs> what, my Lord, can you imagine having to go through a storm without God? We don't go through it like they do. But we're God's people. And Paul said, hey, see, we want the storm to go away so we can be happy. Paul says, no, I want you to be happy in the midst of your storm. I want you to be happy when the sun ain't a shining. I want you to be cheerful. Thank God, even though the sun ain't coming up. Can I tell you tonight, you can be happy when the sun ain't a-shining. He says, I believe that it was told unto me, even though the evidence don't match up what he's been a-saying. You ever been there? God says it's going to be all right and the storm's still blowing. God says it's going to be okay and the storm's still, still thrashing. But I'm glad when God says it's all right, it's all right. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Not only that, listen. Paul, be of good cheer, boys. It's going to be all right, even though the ships are going down. That's in that verse. I believe I read it where it said, no man's life among you but of the ship. Boys, these ships are going down, but it's going to be all right. Now, let me remind you something. They're not, they're not docked. They're in an ocean. And I don't know if you know what I know. If you're in an ocean without a ship, you got a problem. And he looks at that crowd and says, boys, I know we're in an ocean, but, and we're going to lose this ship, but smile about it. <laughs> but boy, that is, that's like some preacher on Sunday morning. Paul said, boys, I got news for you. It ain't going to get no better. Matter of fact, the ships are going down. But it's going to be all right. I believe I'd rather be in a ocean on a plank with a word from God than in a ship. Thank God that's not never seen any storms without a word. Can I tell you how you can be happy on a board in the midst of an ocean? How in the world can that be? 
How in the world can a man smile on an ocean in a plank? Thank God in shark territory. He's got a word from God. And the last word he heard was, it's going to be all right. Thank God you can sail in home on a plank through the shark fested waters when you got a word from God that everything's going to be all right. Amen. When the doctors are giving sad news, you can't, you can't seem to stay out of the graveyard. I heard Brother Scott's name mentioned today on the radio. And uh, some men I think they've been praying for for a long time. And you can't seem to stay out of the graveyard. But yet I'm glad we can still smile in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of our hardships. Not only did Paul say, boys, I believe it's going to be all right because he said it was. But look right here in verse number 25. Therefore, sir, be a good cheer, for I believe God. <laughs> Tell you what I believe, boys. <laughs> I believe him. <laughs> Tell you what I believe. You know what? Let me make, see if I can say this right. Faith ain't never, ain't you never doubting God. Faith is trusting God in spite of you doubting him. That's what faith is. Preacher, if I never doubted anything, no, it's trusting God in spite of you understanding everything. That's what faith is. And Paul says, hey boys, I believe God. Here's what I believe. I believe that like it has been told unto me. And he told me it's going to be all right and it's going to be all right and I'm going to believe him. That little word believe just simply means, it just simply means to be persuaded. But it's got another word. And I seen this, and really I didn't see it till this evening as I was looking over these thoughts, and I really didn't get these thoughts. I've had them. I preached them uh, five, eight, year, ten years ago, but I really didn't get them to last night sitting back yonder. And I had to put it all together again uh, the, the, today. And I looked up that little word, believe again. And it means spoilly persuaded. But I found this little phrase in David, under David Cloud. And it said, to, put, to credit one's authority. He said, hey boys, I'm going to put my credit on his authority. And he told me it's going to be all right. And I'm going to credit his authority. I'm going to put my confidence, my faith in God's authority. That he has the authority over the shipmaster. The shipmaster don't know, but the master of the sea, he knows. And I'm going to put my credit in him. I'm going to put my faith in the man that told me it's going to be all right because I found out he's the master of the sea and he calms the waters. I'm going to put my faith. Not Listen, wouldn't it have been real good Paul reached up there and said, boys, I'm going to put my faith in y'all sailors because y'all are good sailors. No. Wouldn't it have been good Paul said, boys, I'm going to believe y'all because I heard some of y'all boys are the best sailors they are. He said, boys, I done took my faith off of y'all. <laughs> I ain't believing nothing y'all about y'all no more. I'm believing in somebody bigger than y'all. Can I tell you something tonight? Thank God, listen. I don't know what the doctor says, but I know somebody bigger than a doctor. I don't know what the CNN's saying, but I know somebody bigger than CNN. I, you say, preacher, don't talk, preach on that all the time. Well, that's all we're watching. I, I, and I know, and I'm watching. I, I'm not putting my faith in Fox News. I got in somebody bigger. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. You know why I'm going to church next Sunday? Because I got my faith in somebody bigger. You know why I'm here tonight? Because I got my faith in somebody bigger. Amen. That's why, and that's why we're going on through. Let me show you something. 
Paul started out in this ship as a prisoner. Paul had started out as a prisoner. Same place some of you are in your storms. You become a prisoner to your storm. But you know what Paul ended up being? The captain. Wonder where it started after long absence. Paul said, boys, I'm tired of fighting it. Throw doors down, went and got along with God. And he got a word from the Lord. And he said, I'm going to believe as it was told unto me. Some of you tonight, listen, you know what carries a ship down? It ain't the amount of water that the ship's in. No. You can put a a little old play boat in the ocean. And it ain't going to go down because the ocean's big. It can float in that ocean good as it can that bathtub that kid's bathtub. The amount of water that that ship's in ain't what sinks the ship. What sinks the ship is the amount of water that's in the ship. It ain't the amount of water that's that ship's in. It's the amount of water that's in the ship. That's what sinks it. And some of you tonight, you have become prisoner to your storm. And you've been waiting for the sun to shine. Boy, that old preacher tonight told us it may never shine. You've been waiting for the stars to sparkle again. That penile preacher told us tonight they may never sparkle again. You've been waiting for the doctor to give good news. You've been waiting for the bill collector to quit calling. You've been waiting. Quit being a familiar face at funeral home. You've been waiting. Hope that marriage don't go under. You've been awaiting and hoping, praying that church don't vote you out. You said, preacher, if all that would come about, I could smile again. Well, I'm going to tell you how you can become the captain of your storm. How, preacher? Believe as it's been told unto you. Let me ask you a question tonight, and I'm through. I, I believe I'm preaching to the, to the best of the best. He said, you're going down, buddy. Has the devil ever slipped up beside you and said, you ain't going to make it? <coughs> Let me tell you something, okay? Four or five, five weeks ago, six weeks ago, I don't know, a few weeks back, my uncle went into his garage and found his boy. Hanging there and it's dead. That evening, that day about 9.30, my uncle, probably one of the greatest Christians I know, I'm being honest, was over there cutting grass. And while he was cutting grass about 9.30, 10 o'clock, something hit him. And a burden for that boy come on was so heavy. He said, I almost went home. When the coroner got done, they said, 
I did. I asked a question. I said, can you tell me about what time this happened? He said, probably about 9.30, 10 o'clock. My uncle just staggered. All two pieces. A few days go by, brokenhearted. A few weeks go by, brokenhearted. Nobody can go to the shop. Nobody wants to go around the shop. All of a sudden, Uncle Ricky, he goes back to that place where he's cutting grass. That boy come on his mind so heavy. He said, when I did, I looked up at that spot. He said, I was kind of afraid of it. Looked back up at that spot where the Lord put that boy in my heart so heavy. He said, I thought, I'm going to go up there. He said, and I went back up at that spot. And I parked that lawnmower and sat there for a minute. And he said, he said, I was squalling. He said, when I did, I sat there in that spot. He said, and it got real quiet. He said, the devil said, you're going to fall under the load. He said, and I believed him. He said, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're going to crumble. He said, and I believed him. He said, about that time, somebody else got on that lawn more than me. And he looked at me and said, I want to tell you something. He said, I thought, wait a minute, this is a different voice. And he said, the Lord spoke into my heart. He said, didn't he get mayor, got Father Mayor? He said, I'm going to tell you something. He said, boy, yours is all right. He said, quit worrying about it. I said, what'd you do, Uncle Ricky? He said, I'm ashamed to say. I said, what'd you do, Uncle Ricky? He said, preacher, I had me a shouting fit. He said, because the Lord let me know everything's all right. Here's what he said. He said, I still broke for him. And I still miss him, but I got peace in my heart that everything's all right. He said, what is that? That's God slipping up beside him in the midst of the night and saying, everything's going to be okay. Can I tell you something tonight? Some of you need to hear those very words. If you don't, it's going to crumble. Boy, you need to hear God say, hey, I got a brother sitting back yonder. I don't know why I keep talking, but let me give you a minute. Got a brother sitting back down. He had a grand, he had a grandson got burnt. Y'all remember that story? Go to the hospital. They tell me he's gonna be there two months. I think he spent 20, 18, 19 days there in his home. As that helicopter was lifting off with that grand boy his, he said, "I'm sitting there. His daughter was on the ground. That little boy burnt, flying into the burn center. His daughter was on the ground. Y'all know my redheaded niece. She's on the ground." Brian sat there and said, Paul, what am I going to do? He said, it seemed like the helicopter door was going to open. And he said, Brian, I got this. He shut the door back. He said, what is that? That's God said, hey, it's going to be all right. I want to tell you something tonight. It's going to be okay. Amen. Amen. Amen.